Welcome to the Paradise Paradox. I want to talk to you about something that I know a lot about, getting into bullshit arguments on the internet. I want to tell you about how being compassionate in your discussions can actually make you happier and even make you more effective in your discussions. So I know I see a lot of people, especially they get caught up in political debates on the internet or in person, and it tends to pretty quickly descend into a shit fight. Uh, name calling goes on, straw manning, misrepresenting uh, your opponent's position and all that kind of thing. Of course, it's, uh, it's difficult to get ahead when you're framing it as a debate. I mean, rather than debating, I'd much prefer to have a discussion, share ideas with someone and, and see what we can come up with together, make it more of a collaboration. Because if you go in with an adversarial mindset, you're probably going to end up with a winner or a loser. And that's not normally an optimal resolution. What you want is a, a win-win situation, of course. Now, I wanted to tell you a story, um, kind of a weird story about personal development, I suppose. I remember I, I was in Guadalajara, Guadalajara, and I, I met this, uh, I started talking to this young lady on Tinder and uh, went to, to meet up with her. And um, the thing was, I mean, it wasn't like, uh, a date exactly, she just wanted to practice her English. Um, somehow I got into some argument with her, talking about some petty thing, something about the immigration policy of, of Great Britain or something like this. Something so so ridiculous, you think a person, something so far removed from my life, you know, and talking about the immigration policy of a country that I've never even been to, you think surely a, a sane person wouldn't get involved to that to the extent, hello, <laughs> to the extent that they'd uh, start getting emotional about it or shouting at somebody, raising their voice in a, in a public venue like a bar. Uh, but of course, that's exactly what I did. And looking back later, I, I realized that, like, reflecting on what had happened, I realized I'd nearly made this girl cry, like they could see her eyes tearing up and that sort of thing. And when I got home, I, I went through and thought about it and, and I said to myself, what am I doing? Like, this is just nuts. Why would I want to even put myself in a position like that where I'm getting, getting so agitated over, over something so petty why am I like this, that I, that I won't, would want to battle to the death over some, some petty idea? And I, I started crying about it, actually, because I thought, well, what, what, kind of, what kind of fucking asshole would I have to be to do something like that? And I think a, a lot of people, hopefully you never get to that degree where it's like, pathological like you know, like the state that I, I was in um, but I think everybody has a little bit of that um, when they get involved in things you know you get you get your ego up and, and there's all these kind of things that happen and the thing is you start to put these ideas over other people but I like now I like to, to put people over ideas uh, and I think that the reason a lot of the time, People get so excited or so worked up about things like this is because they're passionate about something. So if you 
you know, if you get worked up like this, don't think it means you're a bad person or something like that. It's just that uh, you're, you know, you are passionate about something. But the good news is you don't have to get your passion in the way of your compassion or the, the passion of building a, a block to, to connection with humanity. Actually, these things can work together and they should work together. You know, you see a lot of things like this, this left versus right. Uh, you'll, you'll see this debate where like somebody on the left is talking to someone on the right and they're saying, you don't care about poor people uh, and you're a social Darwinist. That's, that's a term they, they like to use. And I've been called that. <laughs> and then on, on the right, you have someone call, calling someone on the left saying, you're a cuck. You, you want to open, open the borders and let all these uh, foreigners come in and fuck our women or destroy our culture. Uh, you're you're a, a latte-sipping hipster from Northcote tapping out this response on your fucking typewriter. <laughs> get, get a life, you bleeding heart liberal, and all these kind of things. Uh, and I've been, I've been called, you know, as a libertarian, we get called all these uh, sorts of things right across the, the spectrum that people like to joke about that. Uh, and people will, will say it like, well, look at the look at what the media is doing. They're trying to divide us against each other. Uh, they're, they're trying to tear, tear us apart, make us believe that we're not one, one people, one human race. Uh, but when it gets to that stage, actually, it's not the media doing it. I mean, their job is done. You, you stopped watching TV hours ago, and you're sitting there arguing with someone. At that stage, it's not the media that wants to divide people. It's you who wants to divide people. And that's a big problem. Um, but remember, the good thing about this is, that also means you can be responsible. It's within your power uh, to stop dividing people. Uh, to stop dividing you from others. Now, I used to work in customer service, and when you work in customer service, generally, generally you're going to get some difficult customers. You're going to get irrational customers. But if, if you're observant about it, then you'll start to realize eventually that just because somebody is irrational in the moment doesn't mean they're irrational and irrational person. That's generally not the case. Generally, people people are pretty nice, uh, but when you have to call the the telephone company five times to correct your phone bill, um, that's you know that pushes you to the to the end of, of the ledge there. So the thing is, you can take responsibility for for being rational. So we know that people are going to be irrational, but you if you do not expect that and you do not prepare for that, actually it's you who are being irrational. Of course, you can't control the rationality of other people, but you can control your own rationality and your own actions. So that's what you should do. You should expect that sometimes, especially when it comes to political or religious debates, you know, these hot, these hot topics, people are going to get a, li a, little, a little bit crazy. They're going to they're get, get emotional and they're going to get let the, their emotions uh, get the better of them. So... You should practice talking to people like that, and you should be aware that, that people are going to uh, be like this. So you should have some strategies on, on how to deal with it. When you get into this, this kind of discussion, and 
you know, some somebody starts insulting you or something like that, or you know, maybe they're just being a little curt or a little brief with you. Uh, maybe it's it's you know, it's it's not something so so extreme. It actually feels good to be kind, and I don't mean in a way like you're taking the moral high road and oh, I, I'm so so above this and. Uh, I'm just a better person than that, you know, some e ego egoistic perspective. No, I mean actually feeling good, uh, fe feeling a little compassionate for this person. Uh, that will actually make you fe feel good about the interaction. And of course that's contagious. People will start to see that that you're feeling good and and they will take, they'll, they'll see it as a model for how they can behave. And I like to think about being a gentleman, being an unflappable gentleman, like not letting any anything uh, phase me, not not uh, anything get getting in the way of uh, allowing me to feel good in the moment. And I much prefer that people would see me like that as as uh, a person of of poise and distinction. A person who can control himself in, in whatever situation. It, and people like that are, are likable. When you see someone who's, who has so much self-control that he doesn't uh, let, let others face him, pe people are inspired by that and they're, they're attracted to that. The <laughs> there, is some, there are some things you can do when you're talking to somebody um, on the internet or in person. One thing you can do what I used to do in customer service, like when a customer called up with a complaint, they might be angry and, and you're saying, well, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to, to give us this feedback because this is, this is valuable. This is something that will help us get better. So you can thank people for, for their commentary. And again, it doesn't, don't do it from a pretentious or like sarcastic point of view. Like, oh, thank you for you for you for making this comment. Because people are going to pick up on that, and that's just going to cause more problems. You get get into antagonism, even even if uh, it's not obvious to to other people. Um, it's still it's still not a good route to take. You're going to be more angry because of that. Um, it's you know those kind of things fester inside you. There's a great quote about communication, and it goes something like this. If, if someone misunderstands you, then you should get down on your knees and beg for forgiveness to try to get another chance at explaining again. Now, that might sound a bit extreme. The point of the quote is that it's your responsibility to communicate to other people. So there's, a, there's an old joke that goes something like, or I, I'm a great communicator. It's just that these people are too stupid to understand me. No, 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 no. That's not how communication works. It's a two-way thing. If people do not understand you, it is absolutely your fault. And you can take responsibility for that. And you can find a better way to express something so that it makes sense to other people. But even before that, the most important thing, and you probably heard this, it's a cliche. Seek to understand, then to be understood. And everybody's heard that phrase, not a lot of people put it into practice. So you can 
clarify things with people. So you can especially use the, the, the paraphrase, this little technique. So some, somebody explains to you their position and you can say, so are you saying that? And then you repeat, repeat it back to them in, in your own words to make sure that you really know what their position is. And this is a great tool because a lot of the time, like I said, these internet arguments end up with people misrepresenting others' positions or, you know, any kind of arguments. But in this case, you're, you're seeking to find out what it is they're truly saying, and then you can address that. So you can begin this real communication, real human connection, and that is something wonderful. I assure you it's much more fulfilling than getting angry at Facebook notifications that come in at three past midnight, getting you up in the middle of the night so you can respond to some dickhead from Tasmania. Uh, not, not speaking bad about Tasmanians. Uh, <laughs> another thing. Oh, yeah. Make sure you use that, uh, use that Facebook option where it says, turn off notifications about this post. It's important to pick your battles. You don't have to get into arguments or try to try to explain something if it's obvious to you that um, that they don't want to understand it. Let it go. Let it go, and you'll feel much happier. The world is your oyster. There are so many things to do, so many things to talk about. Even if you get into a political argument with your family, you can just talk about weather. Fuck that shit. Don't worry, don't worry too much if people agree with you or even if they understand you. Um, <laughs> of course you should strive to be understood, but don't worry if people don't understand you. It doesn't really matter anyway. Uh, <laughs> another thing is you can apologize more than necessary. So a lot of people... Well, they'll start to call your name, so they'll say, Oh, we're just, just sitting, making this response like a smug prick. And, and I'll look back at my response and I'll, I'll be like, What the fuck? Like, how did he possibly interpret my response as smug? I mean, I took every care to, to, to make it clear and, and respectful. Um, even in that case, fuck it. Why not? I'll still apologize <laughs> because maybe, you know, who knows whose fault it is anyway. I don't want to spend my life racking up points on a scoreboard. That's not the way to happiness. <laughs> I assure you, uh, you will be much happier if you just say, hey, I'm, t I'm sorry. And that opens the path to further communication. Also, you know, admitting you're wrong. Look for those opportunities. I know this, it's not easy. Uh, but when some, well, somebody makes a great point, um, if you have a chance to, to concede and say, you know what, you're right, uh, I was mistaken, I don't know why, why I said that. Uh, you don't have to defend your stupid positions when you're wrong, and you will be, you will be more fulfilled because of that. Um, <laughs> what else is there? Um, oh, yes. When you look at someone's position, Maybe you don't like it. Maybe you find it disgusting. But can you at least find something interesting about it? Can you allow it to fascinate you? Um, because you, you're probably going to learn from something, even if you find it disagreeable. And like I said, assert your own humanity, affirm the humanity of others. So I remember that that movie with Robin Williams about the, the doctor Patch Adams, and he says if you you treat a disease 
you win or lose. If you treat a patient, you always win. Now, I'm not saying that people with strong political beliefs are sick, except for myself, but <laughs> the point is you can affirm the humanity, get in contact with that humanity, and you can even do it when you're discussing politics or religion or some other bullshit people get agitated about fucking flat earth or whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> people are more important than ideas it's always been true and it will always be true don't let your ideas get in the way of making a connection making a friend ah and the last thing is when you do have a, an interaction with somebody you can thank them at the end as well say thank you i'm glad we had a chance to to have this civil respectful discussion that is valuable that is amazing thank you so much for listening i'm signing off here from uh, some park here in uh, Supanburi in, in Thailand. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, like and subscribe. Go on Facebook, search for The Paradise Paradox. Go on YouTube, The Paradise Paradox. Press subscribe. And uh, on your favorite podcast and ad, uh, app, uh, Podcast Addict on Android is a good one. You can subscribe on iTunes, search for The Paradise Paradox, blah, 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 uh, whatever else. Stop talking. Thanks so much for listening.